Hi, I'm Daryl Urbanski, and welcome to the Best Business Podcast. My mission is to help create 200 new multimillionaire business owners. How? You'll do better when you know better. In my interviews, you'll hear from self-made millionaires, seven-figure business owners, authors, and world-class experts sharing how they did it so you can too without experiencing the same obstacles they did. Now, if you like this interview, please share it with a friend you think will benefit. They'll appreciate it, and I will as well. You can also connect with me on social media. Look for Daryl Urbanski, D-A-R-Y-L, Urban Ski, U-R-B-A-N-S-K-I, and add me so we can be friends. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy what I've prepared for you right here, right now. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us. My name is Daryl Urbanski, your host as always, and today we are joined by Marcy Locke. And I first met Marcy when she was speaking at one of Brandon Hawk's U training events, and she was just so full of energy, I was in awe. She had such a commanding presence. She really knew how to speak to a large group of people, and she did a fantastic job of inspiring us, motivating us, and making the events feel special. Afterwards, we connected at a different conference in Vegas, one where once again Marcy set the pace and really led by example. She wasn't on stage, though. It was a sales training event, and Marcy was either number one or number two in the sales in the room. What did you hit, Marcy? I know you broke five figures. Was uh, it a six-figure day? No, yeah, I did, I did over 100000 They said that I, uh, I broke the record, so but I, was out in the, I was out in the hall for closing <laughs> people when they said that. <laughs> yeah, it was impressive. It was impressive. Your personality, your vibe, your energy, her good looks and charm. I know at that point I was like, who is this girl? So while I found out that Marcy is a seven-figure business owner, she's known worldwide as the body-mind mentor and the game-changer for teaching people how to get their rock and body of health and ultimate life. She's crushing it as a nutrition, fitness, mindset expert, and transformation mentor. She's appeared on TV around the world and hosts her own TV and radio show. She also speaks globally and is a best-selling author. Marcy is passionate about changing lives by breaking down the barriers to get and keep breakthrough results. Her unique lock formula implements all components through her programs, books, kick-ass events, and regular Marcy Lock influential TV show. She has touched and transformed thousands of lives through her mind-body breakthrough program, her goddess revolution experience, her badass breakthrough adventure series, and her corporate wellness programs. Marcy lives in Southern California, a little south of me in Solana Beach, with her two amazing boys, seizing life in every moment and living in alignment with her purpose and passion. You can download the Marcy Lock app for free on iTunes at marcylockapp.com to get a free workouts, recipes, and breakthrough tips. Follow her. You can also follow her daily inspiration on Facebook and get a free video series at mindbody9090.com. She is a phenomenal mom and a great connector between people. She's a bright light on a cloudy day and someone you can count on, or at least she's been that for me. So I asked her to come here today and share with us some of her business wisdom. If there's any secrets to building a seven-figure business, Marcy knows them. So Marcy, thank you for joining us. How are you doing today? I'm <laughs> doing phenomenal. Thanks, Daryl. You know why I'm, I was thinking the secret to like lighting, you know, being the bright light where you're just like, uh, you know, making that big difference in uh, Brandon Hawk's thing. You know what it was, right? right. You know what it was? Can right. you think about it? What? It was like, I made you guys dance, and I was like <laughs> dancing it up when you guys all came in the room. I was just like, I was just, let's just move. Let's just move. That's just the secret to everybody. Like, just, just so you know, people. Get in stage, you just make everybody dance and they feel good and they love you no matter what. Fair enough. Okay. That's, that's a good tip. That's a great tip. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> and you were so good at it too, man. It just, yeah, it was awesome. So, but you know, but the, the, the funny thing behind that, Daryl, and it really is a secret to everything, is the only way you can show up fully authentic, fully vulnerable, fully just in that light and that joy and that beingness is dropping all your shit, dropping all the inner stories that keep you lost or having barriers or afraid of rejection or judgment or whatever. And when you do that, then life is just freeing and effortless and fun and happy. And you just, that's what you're exuding out. That's what you're vibrating. Hence, that's what you're manifesting. Hence, that's what you attract. And that's really the secret to all is just to love yourself. Love yourself. That's awesome. <laughs> Marcy. So done. So done. <laughs> that's it. Done. All right. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> Good night, New York. Drops the mic. Hey, that's right. <laughs> Marcy, where'd you go? <laughs> so, but were you always like that? Did you always have your no. shit sorted out? No. So, what, no. How did you get started? Oh, my goodness. Um, well, doing what I do now and knowing my genius, knowing my. I mean, I know that I am a divine daughter of God. Like, I'm so aligned to the truth of who I am because I've, my genius is breaking through the internal game. And the internal game, obviously, we know everything externally showing up and that you're manifesting is because of what your internal is going on and what you're vibrating at the core. 
so now I know this and kind of live in a space where, you know, awesomeness is my norm. And if I know that I'm, I'm this amazing divine daughter of God, and we're all divine and awesome, and we're all limitless powerful creators, then I know I can't accept anything other than abundance and awesomeness in every aspect of my life. So the message I really have is that if you're not experiencing awesomeness in every realm of your life, why? Like, what's the point? There, if we live in this belief system of either or, like, well, you know, my, my business can be seven figures, but then I have to sacrifice my relationships, or my body has to suffer a sacrifice. We live in this, this belief system of I can have either this or this, and I'm out here being like, hey, let's question this piece. Like, why the hell would we do that when we can have it all? Mm. And so this, this really started for me, um, now that I understand this, I know it started back when I was just a little, little girl. And, um, you know, four years old is when I had the first memory, Daryl, of um, um, seeing my mom, like, super upset about her weight. And obviously, I'm a nutrition fitness expert, and this is where it really started, or why this was part of my journey. Um, and where the mindset kind of came into it is, is a little bit down the road. But I remember seeing my mom super upset about her weight, complaining about her weight. And as a four-year-old, like, if you could see my mom through my eyes, like, I love my mother, I want my mom to be happy, and all I know is that she's upset about like her body and she's not happy with it and she, you know, not having a full comp- you know, comprehension about it. I remember her saying like, oh, I worked so hard to lose five pounds and then I just came back. And at four years old, I remember saying and, and having this internal representation in my head of saying, well, maybe God gave it back to you because you needed it. Like I was super cute, right? And, um, and then I remember going walking with my mom and she like had to, you know, do her arms, swing her arms to burn calories. And I wanted to hold her hand. And in that moment when she's like, no, 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 you know, I have to see my arms. It wasn't like she was doing, she was being a mean mom or she was like, no, I'm not going to hold your hand or there was anything traumatic about it from the outside. But what happened in that moment is I made the decision that, oh, the body is so important. How you look is so important that if you're, if you don't look a certain way, you're not good enough. And I started believing, oh, I have to look a certain way to be good enough and from that perfectionist, perfectionist identity, which most of us live in our society, is we have these boxes and cameras of things have to be good or bad or wrong or right, and this or that to be validated, to be loved, to be all these things. So it started perfectionist identity for me, which meant I had to show up a certain way to be good enough, to be loved, to be validated. And so you lose who you really are, and you go down this path of, like, I have to show up this way. And that, so I really started my focus on the body. I struggled with my body my whole life growing up. It was always like by the time I was 14, I was anorexia and gaming. For years, I did that. It was like in every so, so program that you can imagine. By the time so you I, said, by the time you're 14, you were what? I was anorexic and bulimic. Oh, wow. Okay. And I, mm-hmm. and I did that for several years. I mean, I had a heart attack at 19. I had breast cancer at 24. My body totally struggled from, um, you know, what I put it through. And yet, I now know, this is the cool part about it, is it was never about... Um, you know, it was, it definitely wasn't about the body because for years I was obsessed with trying to understand the body. So it's like I'd work out hours a day and I, you know, do what's next to, what's next order, what's next diet. And what would happen is I'd either get close to the body and sabotage it or I'd finally get the body and then sabotage it. Like it never lasted. And what the, the clear connection to, and this is the same thing that applies in money, in business, in relationships and everything is that the, the core, at the core, what I was exuding so I love this quote by Einstein, my favorite quote. He says, no problem can ever be solved from the same state in which it was created. So if at the core, I'm living in a belief system or an energy or vibration that I'm not good enough. See, I took on at four years old, oh, I'm not good enough in who I am. I have to look a certain way to be good enough. I have to be a certain way. I have to make other people happy and other people love me for me to be good enough. There's something wrong with me. I, I'm not good enough in who I am. So if that's what I'm, I'm vibrating and that's what I'm getting at the core, it doesn't matter what I do on the surface. I will always sabotage it to prove my belief system right that I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy enough. So hence what happened for all those years I struggled with the body over and over and over again. It wasn't, I mean, there's a countless amounts. Of, I, I literally thought I'd done every pill program diet you can imagine. It wasn't until I was 21 and I, I really was like, oh my gosh, this is the definition of insanity doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. Like, and I'm looking around going, all of society does is we spend two hours in the gym, or, you know, we're eating like rabbits, and we're on the next thing, next thing, next thing, and yet it never produces different results. Like, crazy. Okay. So I asked myself finally, like, well, if I tried all this, what else do I get to try? And in that moment, Daryl, I had, this is where it's like divine, you know, inspiration down the path of what's really 
what I was called to do. It's something whispered in, in my ear, and I heard, you haven't tried education and the mind. And I was like, hmm, I haven't. Like, how does my body really work, and how does it really work with food? And, and like, what, why am I, you know, having these experiences? And I started to go internal. And so first commitment I made was I wanted to understand my body. And so learning how to work with my body, I learned it was my ultimate thought my partner effortlessly can be, you know, eight-pack abs, lean, um, with a rocking body of health with ease for the rest of my life. And I wanted to share that knowledge because that's when I learned oh, how my body actually works. But then I was like, well, why do people sabotage? Why does it continue to come up? Oh, my gosh. And that's when I discovered the whole – I started down the journey of the, the internal. And yet the internal is what – I mean, here I started as this person who was passionate about fitness and nutrition because I struggled with it and I wanted to give people the freedom. And what I discovered along the way was my whole genius that I, I'm, like, super passionate about is the, it, what's going on inside that is creating the blocks and barriers that is why you're manifesting what you're manifesting. And until I got clear with that, that deeper belief system that I was living in and I shifted it to I'm fully worthy and I love myself, guess what? When you're fully worthy and you love yourself, you are aligned to, it's like I'm doing something on the surface, but I, at the core I was doing something else, but they never aligned. I could never manifest an awesome rocking body. I could never manifest the relationships or the money or any of those things because deep down I didn't believe I was worthy. As soon as I shifted that, I was aligned to manifest it and to be to manifest it with ease. And that's why I say for people, if you're not experiencing awesomeness, what's the point? Because think about when we're feeling awesome, like Daryl, when you feel awesome, like creating is easy. You're on fire. You're inspired. Like you feel good. That's actually creation energy. It's love energy. It's faith energy. That's when it's like life is effortless. It's when we're out of that alignment of who we really are, we're feeling fear, lack, scarcity, worry. We're in fear energy, and we're in all of our bullshit games of, of not remembering who we truly are, that we create that disconnect, and we are only manifesting what we really don't want, which is actually what we're saying we really want. So it was that game that shifted for me, giving myself the body, which then became that journey of understanding at the core, like, for whatever reason, God gave me the genius of hearing what's going on in people's belief systems and understanding how they all connect to those their conditioning patterns and their identities and their, you know, everything. So once that shifts, it's like everything shifts. So a lot of people come to me for the body, yet that's, I see that as just a great gift from God. People are like, oh, they're, they're still on the surface. Oh, if I just have the body, then I'll be happy. Then I'll go to the party. Same thing. And it's like now I have, you know, people from all over the world that come to me even for business. But it's all the inner belief systems that allow me to manifest the way I do with money, allow me to manifest with relationships being epic, with everything. It's the inner belief system. Mm-hmm. No, I think you're. I think you're totally right on that. I think there's definitely a mindset, and it can be a struggle if you're trying to accomplish something you haven't been able to accomplish before. So, if making money hasn't been easy for you, or losing the weight hasn't been easy for you, all of a sudden you start to get, fall into these set belief patterns that, like you said, you just self sabotage yourself because you're not even looking for any proof of progress. You're more or less looking mm-hmm. for, for proof of, of of you know proof of failure, proof to keep you where you're at. So. Um, I agree with that entirely. So that's, that's awesome. So what were some of the biggest challenges then? I mean, what were some of the big milestones that you had to step through in yourself and in your own personal development? Wow. Tons. Um, my, uh, the belief systems that I had in the past, obviously, I mean, I believe that, you know, people were untrusting and, you know, business was, our success was hard. And so it's like, I over and over had experiences where I had hundreds of thousands of dollars that, would get lost or would have, you know, blocks and barriers that way. And, and, uh, you know, down to even experiencing, I told you how the body I had everything from, you know, breast cancer to heart attacks and, you know, raising attempts, kidnapping attempts, um, you know, issues with relationships. So all of it was showing that those were the results I had with my, my life. Uh-huh. And, um, the, the, the greatest gift is just every single one of them. I think this is one of the, this is what comes up for me is like one of the greatest gifts I ever experienced is realizing that, there was no good or bad or wrong or right. Like every single experience I had was the was basically the gift for me uh, to give me feedback to see what else I want to create and what were the results that I had. You know, so and when I had that gift of feedback, they could be like, oh, interesting. That I, and I could see, oh my gosh, it's because I had a sleep disorder. No wonder I've been creating and attracting what I have. So even let's look at, um, Gerard, um, I don't even know if you know this about my, my past and my story, but when I had a, um, I was married for seven years, and then, again, you look at my belief systems that I had. I believed that, that I wasn't good enough, so I had to, um, in a way, almost like, you know, create a relationship for a deep settle so that I was safe, so that I was awesome. And I, you know, 
what felt safe. And um, my belief systems being that and being that, you know, life is a struggle and hard to survive, I attracted a man who cheated on me. So I had, you know, found out I had a cheating husband. This was like seven years ago. I found out I had a cheating husband. I had two kids to, to feed that were one and four years old. And in that time, the most broken place in my life, I went and became a waitress for the first time in my life at 28 years old. And I was making $2 an hour and I had 10 bucks to my name. And I was speaking actually on stage with Les Brown, uh, I don't know, like a month ago. And I got to share the story that just kind of just came up. Because we were talking about what, what really shifts you into a different experience and talking about mentors. And, and, and I remember when I was in that place and I was so broken, it's like, I knew that I just wanted something different. I was like, I'm not staying here. I am, I'm going there. I'm going to where it's an epic life. I want something different. And so when you ask what are the biggest hurdles, it's like every single one of us has, it's the perception in front of you, the circumstance in front of you. But when we see it as, we utilize the knowledge of we can either see it through fear or we can see it through faith. So in that experience where I was a $2 an hour waitress, I had 10 bucks in my name, I had a one and a four-year-old to feed. I became a waitress so that I could work at night and be with my kids all day because I was a full-time mom and I paid someone to, like, sleep on my couch. And I remember um, kind of being led and guided to this message of, like, you can do what you're passionate about and make enough money. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I could actually share what's inside of me that I want to share, and I can still be a mom and take care of my kids. And so um, I went to the seminar, and I, I, I wanted to work with this coach and go through this process, and it was like a ten to $15,000 program. And I remember being like, I mean, in, the, in that experience, how in the world could I create ten to $15,000? Or if, if I told anyone around me I want to do this, what do you think they'd say? They'd all be like, you're crazy. Mm-hmm. You, don't, you have 10 bucks to your name, right? right, and, right. and you want to go, yeah. And, and so this is, these are, the, I think, the normal things that, because um, obviously 99% of the population lives as spectators or participants, not in the creators, in the 1% that are creators. So what we're commissioning is what we see life through. So everyone else would have told me I was crazy, but I was like, okay, well, what would I get to do to create this? How would this be possible? So I asked myself, and I didn't know at the time I was really giving myself that benefit, is I asked myself wonderment questions, curiosity questions. So instead of, it, what our mind is going to focus whatever, you know, we, we're, whatever we're looking for, we're going to find. So you said earlier, um, if you haven't had evidence of something, it's hard to believe it to be true. Yeah, because we will always prove our beliefs right, even if they're not what we want, and even if they don't serve us. Since I always sabotage my life, because deep down I didn't believe I was good enough. So if, if our mind is looking for whatever we're going to ask it, if I said, oh, I can't because I'm a single mom and I got two kids to feed and I have 10 bucks in my name to go, yep, you're right, because of this, this, and this, and yep, da 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 and remember all those other times you fell just like with anyone when we're trying to lose weight, when we're trying to, you know, earn, you know shed weight or, or create a new business or anything. But instead, and see, that's fear energy. So there's only two energies always operating, fear or faith. And fear is lack, scarcity, worry, and our mind finds that, and we feel the emotion of it, and then we stop ourselves because we can't see how to move forward because we just shut ourselves down. But when, as soon as we shift it to faith energy, we're just like, hmm, I wonder what would be possible. I'm so excited to see what else I could create. How would this work? And curiosity. And this is cool, Daryl, is that feeling of fear or anxiousness is actually, did you know, is the exact same hormone firing in your body as excitement. Really? Like, cool. That's yeah, think cool. about it. Okay. So the perception creates your possibility. So if I'm like, oh, I could go, oh my gosh, I'm so scared of oh, what's going to happen. Or I can go, oh, I'm so excited to see what's going to happen. It's the same, it's the same emotion firing in your body. The perception creates the possibility of what you do moving forward. So I love the analogy um, of going up a roller coaster. It's like, if I'm going to get on the roller coaster, and see, I, I think this resonates for so many people because so many of us are literally living in a perfectionist identity tendency because of the way our society operates, and we have these boxes of what's, like I said, good or bad or wrong or right, et cetera. And so if we're going to get on a roller coaster and you see it through the eyes of fear, I don't know what's up over this room, what's around the bin, and that's the end of the roller coaster, so I'm just not going to get on. And you stay in the same story and you stay in the same place, but... If you're going to get on the roller coaster and see it through wonderment, curiosity, you're like, oh, I'm so excited. See what's up over the tail? What's around the bend? And who I get to meet? And, and what I get to learn? And how much more, you know, awesomeness I get to experience? And what's at the end of this roller coaster? You get on the roller coaster. And it's just like going up a mountain. You take a couple steps, your view gets greater. And then you take a couple more steps, your view gets even greater. But you can't expect to know how, what's at the end of it, what, what, what the view is at the top of the mountain when you don't even first take a couple steps. Right, 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 right. So that was definitely one of my greatest hurdles and just overcoming that and stepping through that it's just like moment by moment I always say like you know whatever 
um, you know, kind of whatever shows up is is just the perfect gift in front of you. Like, oh wow, I attracted this for a reason. Why why did I manifest this? What's the perfect feedback here to allow me to know what would I get to do and what what do I really believe and how do I get to move forward? And I have a five step system sometimes which we have we created no time enough to go through and give people that value. Um it's massive for me and for all my peeps and just shifting through anything that's stopping you. Sure, yeah, because I think I think this is a really important part because I like what you said about how the fear and creative, like it's the same energy. Cause I, I'm, you know, I don't want to get too like myself. I find myself, I consider myself very much a realist, but I still think that mindset's a huge part of it. And I don't think it's woofoo fluffy stuff. I think it's real. I'm a big advocate of thinking grow rich. And one of them is auto suggestion, which is your internal dialogue. It's how you talk to yourself and what you tell yourself. And I liked what you said before earlier that like when something happens to you, all the events that happen in your life, they're actually all neutral. They're not good. They're not bad. It depends on the lens you, you look at it through because you can look at it with a negative lens or a positive lens. And, you know, and so it's not to say this Jim Rohn thing, but it's not to say that you can't ignore anything negative. I mean, if you're just trying to sit there thinking happy thoughts all day, I mean, that's okay, but you, you know, you can't ignore it. If you have, if you have a garden that you're taking care of and weeds are taking it over, you can't just sit there and think happy thoughts and think that's going to take care of the weeds. You, you have to kill weeds. You have to be okay with the negativity of disliking the weeds and taking them out. But it doesn't mean that you just give up and you know what I mean? Like you just like you, you overwhelm yourself with frustration because the weeds keep coming back or that sort of stuff. You really do have to have that mentality of having fun and creativity and moving forward because that's when you do your best work. Um, I'm a firm believer in that. And I think you're right. And I liked what you said earlier. I wanted to stop you and and talk about that for a second. I do want to hear your five-step process, but when you talked about, you just said something really key that I think all of our listeners, we we should maybe talk about for two minutes. And that was, you're saying that business success must be difficult or a struggle. Like it can't be easy and fun. Can you Mm -hmm. talk about that a little bit more? Yeah. Well, think about what you just said when you said, um, how your mindset focused on something makes it light and easy. So something I'll catch my feet in is, you know, we do, you know, breaking their, their shit down is people a lot of times like they get stuck in something that feels strange. They're like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm like, interesting. I'm like, what if you gave yourself permission to know? And what if like you chose to make it fun and easy? So even if something shifting things like, Ooh, how would this be fun and easy? All of a sudden it becomes, it's a get to versus a happy or a should or need. So let's look at this. If I say you should be this, or you're telling me something, oh, I should be that. How does it feel? Say that again. If if I say you should do this, and you tell yourself I should do that, how does it feel? I should do this, and I th- I'm sorry, you lost me at that part. You say you tell me I should do this, but I tell myself I should do something different. Either either way. So if I say I should do this to myself, or you, or I tell you you should do something. How does it feel when you should do something? Oh, well, it depends. Yeah, it depends because you can kind of have the, the dread of obligation. Like, ugh, I don't want to have to. But it, 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 I guess it depends so, on how you look at it. True, but there's something deeper here. And this is where people sabotage themselves without even knowing it. Okay, okay. So, so the inner alignment, what we get to get clear on is we are so fucking powerful. Okay? Right. We are so brilliantly powerful. Everything we speak has an energy. Everything we think has a focus. Everything we feel is a vibration. Hence, why you're manifesting what you're manifesting has everything to do with what's going on inside you. Your results don't lie. So <sighs> getting clear on, like, what are you, what are you committed to versus what you deserve? Um, so... Uh, a couple thoughts come up for me, and I want to—I'll I'll bring this back. But it, it, when you when you look at your results, if your results are um, you're barely producing, you're surviving in your business—that's what you're committed to. If your if your body shit, if it's disconnected, if you're tired and sluggish and fat and frustrated and don't have energy to play with your kids or think straight or deal with you know or be able to work with all the clients you want to because you're just done and you're drained—that's what you're committed to. If your relationships are shit, that's what you're committed to. You don't get what you deserve because we technically, we all, I mean, we really all deserve it. We're all awesome. Mm-hmm. We're all unique individuals, yet you don't get what you deserve. You get what you're committed to. So when we get clear on what we're committed to, that's what's showing up. But the truth is, the reason it's showing up is what are you speaking? What are you thinking? What are you feeling? Are you that in tune with the powerful creator you are? So what I mean by this is people be like, okay, yeah, I should do this for my business, and I need to do that, and then I have to do that. But guess what they're really saying? Shall I enlighten you? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm still, I'm here. Like I'm totally, but I'm, I'm I want to make.
make sure, but I, I get, I totally get where you're going with that because when they say they should do this and they have to do that, it might be more of a sense of obligation versus a feeling of want. And like you said, commitment, they're interested, but it. they're not committed to it. Well, there, okay. There's a little bit more clarity. I want to ask that. <laughs> sure. If I say I should do this, if I, I, I ever, if I ever catch myself saying should, I, I remember I'm shooting all over myself. If I say I have to do something or I need to do something, so let's hear the energy behind it. If I have to do something, I, it's a force, like you said. If I need something, it's outside of me. What that is saying at the core level is to my inner self, which is the energy I'm vibrating and my, remember, the state at which I'm living, which is Einstein said it himself and Einstein proven he's a genius, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, whatever state, whatever problem is solved, you know, can't be solved from the same state in which it was created. So if the state I'm in is I need something, then I'm saying I need something outside of me to be good enough. I need that to be where I need to be or to be enough, to be validated. To mm. So what I'm saying at the core self is I'm not good enough. You're lacking. If I have, yep, I'm lacking. If I have to do something, it's because, oh, I have to do that to be okay. So we're creating instantly a disconnect in alignment, a disconnect in what we're manifesting. Because we're saying, I need that to be okay. I have to do this. And I guess what that does, the ego mind never wants to be forced. So the ego mind instantly, just like I was always like, I should do this to have the body. I have to work out. I have to do this. It's like, okay, I I need to get on a sales call. All these things we're saying are like, it's a forced feeling. So we're literally operating out of fear, lack, scarcity, worry, energy. We're putting that towards it. And then we're creating instantly, or there's always going to be a way, a way that's going to show up that we're going to sabotage it. Because your ego mind never wants to be forced, but it will always sabotage it to protect your smaller, scared self that it thinks is what it believes and wants to have to be protected. Got so it. In, in our words alone, our words alone, and this is why it's so interesting. I'll talk to you like, I have, you know, some of the coolest people around the world that I get to work with, and they're like hiding and they're kicking ass. And, and, you know, a lot of the badasses that I work with are thriving at like 80%. But they don't know why they can't get their whole life rocking. And it's interesting how it's like there's, you know, they're doing it on the surface. People are like, oh, I'm doing this strategy. I'm going to pay for this coach. I'm going to do this program. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. So doing all these things on the surface, yet it will never create manifesting what they want if they don't shift what's going on at the core and literally the, the uh, way to align the two. And that's what's happening even to the, down to the words people are saying. Like, oh, I can hear from their words. I'm like, oh. There's a disconnect on this and this and this. And they're like, how do you know that? And I'm like, oh, you said it all in your words. Yeah. Yeah. No, so, people people yeah, are so yeah. telling in the language that they use. You even we went for Indian food. I forget what yeah. shortly after, I think shortly after the Vegas thing, we sat down and we had a, and you did that to me. You're like, Daryl, you do you I don't know if you realize we use this, 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 and I do that to other people too. So it was so it was such a unique experience to have someone do that to me. Because very, mm-hmm. we don't often look at ourselves, right? The same way we look at like our clients and other people. So, no, you're so it's so true. And I, I, re, I guess I want to just emphasize that point again. So, what, what you meant when you're saying when you say you should do this, you should do that, it's almost like you're not good enough as you are, and that's and it's like that thought that you need. It's that scarcity mentality. It's not a loving, mm-hmm. caring, abundant, creative mentality. Which again, it might seem like a, mu- a moot point. Uh, or whatever is moot moot point. It's not mute. It's a moot point. It might seem like a like benign a benign point, but it's not. It's it's small hinges swing big doors, and I think that that's really 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 important. Um, the people that accomplish things like at the highest level, they love what they do. One of my favorite quotes about mastery in anything is do it until it becomes dull, and then keep doing it until it's beautiful. And I think that that's, that indicates, right, like that where you find like love and passion and like we just we're talking about a creative, a creative joy with what you're doing. So and that's yeah. the type of thing. And I, I think that's even it. We forget like because we we take so much for granted. But there are so many like the fact that we're out of the food chain, like that's phenomenal. That We're the only mm-hmm. creatures on the planet that don't have to worry about something else eating us. And, you know, but we take that for granted. And, you know, we complain about our TV shows. But that's something that we were capable of doing. Because, right, because we, like you said, we're all powerful. And I mean, everything, like cell phones, if I told you 15 years ago that I would be able to open up a portal in my hand and talk to someone real time and see them on the other side of the world, you'd think I was crazy. But we don't know what we can't do. We just keep doing it. But the problem, like what you're mentioning, is you can't really do it when you're, when you're, when you're 
your fight or flight Please. instincts are up. You know, when yeah. you're, yeah, when your hairs are up on the back of your neck and you're for worried about just survival, that's like a, it's almost like a hoarding mentality. And so you're not really creating anything. You want to keep it yeah. and you can't, the harder you squeeze something that you want, the, the easier it gets away. So I love that. Yeah. I love that. That's really, really Well, really and powerful. think about, you had said, how do you make it fun and easy? And remember, we just talked about how perceptions create your possibilities. So you see how eating a perception of, I should do this, I have to do this. It does. It, it shuts down your possibilities when you're like, oh, I get to. When you recognize you're in choice always, always, you're in choice. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do something. You get to if you want to. But see, there's a totally different energy behind, oh, I get to do this, but mm-hmm. I get to make these sales calls. And like how you perceive it, like, oh, I get to connect with people who are like looking for the value I have to deliver. And I'm excited just to see what's going on with them and how I can serve them and what we get to create together instead of like, oh my gosh, I have to get on this sales call. If I don't do this, I'm going to, you know, I'm not going to be able to feed my family and, and all this shit when it shows up. It's like, eh, you're right, like contraction. And so but this is an interesting point that um, I feel like would be really valuable for your, your peeps to hear, Daryl, is your body will never lie. Your, your body will literally tell you what's going on. So I had talked about just like your body will shut down and contract the moment you feel fear. So I can be talking to someone and I can be like, what? so I'll give you an example story that's super powerful. Um, I had uh, my, one of my three-day shred, uh, you know, huge experiences, like, you know, staying in retreat going on. And I had one of my clients with the famous fitness guy in the UK was over so I could teach him how to do retreats. And that morning, I felt this inspiration to kind of just take them down somewhere else and work out the group. And we were on the stairs working out. And after, this guy comes up to us, me, my, my fitness, you know, buddy that um, is learning from me. And he's like, hey, yeah, I, I injured myself. And he's like, I was watching you guys. And he was like, holy cow, what kind of training is that? What are you doing? And because and, I do some crazy stuff. It's awesome. It's super effective. <laughs> and my, my fitness buddy, my client, it's like family, right, because mm-hmm. that's all the only people I attract, mm-hmm. he instantly starts jumping in. And he's like, oh, you want training? And blah, blah, blah. And instantly, I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. You just said you had an injury. Where, where, you know, you know, what's your injury? And he's like, oh, it killed me. And I'm like, right or left side of the body. He's like, you know, right side. I'm like, oh, interesting. And I said, you know, are you trying to make a big decision in life right now that you're really having a hard time moving forward with? Does that resonate? And this guy is uh, an older gentleman who's, like, super fit. Um, he was a, a Navy still or something in the Navy. He's broken all these records. He comes across as a super hardcore type warrior guy, like, really stern, like, that, that, that Navy guy that you're like, he's not going to smile or budge. He's just kind of like very solid, right? Mm-hmm. And he comes over very solid. And the moment I asked him that question, he instantly just like shoulders and body dropping just started to cry. Like, and, and like he just dropped, he's like, how did you know that? And I'm like, well, your body just told me what's going on. And I asked him a couple questions about the emotions going on inside him that led to that showing up as a physical symptom. And he's just bawling in my arms. And within two minutes, this guy goes from, you know, hardcore, hey, show me the kind of training you're doing, to bawling in my arms about, because his deep internal emotions is what created that symptom, and it told me everything about where he was blocked in life, why he was creating the results that he had. So, so this is the deal, is your body will also will manifest things to, because their core emotions are, are connected to it. And it's as simple as when you start to understand there's five core emotions, and if you're feeling anything in your chest, it's sadness. If you're feeling it in your stomach, it's fear. If you're feeling it in your head, neck, or shoulders, it's anger. Um, joy is kind of all through your body and obviously sexual feelings are in your pelvis area. So, how, what, you know, these simple things that can assist people in seeing what their thoughts are, what their fears are, what their blocks are with, you know, some of the basic things in providing and creating money or et cetera. So, like, I have a, a, a client who's a famous doctor. And one day, as I'm, you know, breaking into her, she had an experience at work, and she was really upset and emotional about it. And I said, well, what are you feeling in your body? She says, I'm feeling it in my chest. I'm like, okay, sadness. I said, thinking about this issue, what, can you really be, what are you really sad about? And the thought that came up for her was, I don't trust myself. So we tracked this back to when she was two years old, and she peed on the floor as a toddler. Wow. As a toddler, she pees on the floor. Her, and we all do as toddlers learning the potty training. Her dad said something to her that she chose in that moment, just like I chose in those moments when I was four. What, you know, based off what my mom said, I chose decisions that framed my life. She chose, oh, I'm fundamentally flawed. I don't trust my body. And that stemmed into I don't trust myself. I don't think I'm good enough. So her whole life, you can see how she created seeing the evidence of I'm not good enough or I'm not, I don't trust myself in, in relationships. I don't trust myself in business. I don't trust myself. I don't trust myself. I don't trust myself. So now, now that she's aware of that, 
you've like broken that block every time it gets triggered to it. Oh, it hurts, right? That's so silly. Like we make life so hard on ourselves and we see it through this light of like so silly. Those stories we chose and believed that made our lives so hard instead of like what if we all chose to believe, Daryl, that business and success was so easy. Because I have this value to give and there's billions of people and there's so many people out there that are looking for the value that I have to give. They're coming to me every single day. Like, if we knew that, if, that, if we believe that, it'd be easy, right? So we have these beliefs of, like, so many hard and it's a sacrifice and, you know, it's going to take a lot of work or change is hard or I have to sacrifice this. And all these bullshit stories we tell ourselves is what's really keeping us from creating awesomeness. Instead, when we get clear with that and we're just conscious. So I feel like the biggest thing that's happening is we're not conscious. So people think they're, you know, it's like there's actually four stages of life. I feel like this is really important for your piece, too. There's the first stage, which I talk about as a child. You're like, oh, life happens as me. You're just, like, present, right? You're running around as a kid. You're in moment by moment. You're like, I'm jumping on the chair. I'm running around the grass. So, like, <laughs> life happens as me. Then what happens is we get a little bit older and we start to feel, like, forced. I mean, it's like, you're going to the babysitter. We're going here. We're doing this. And all of a sudden, you're like, you feel out of control. So a lot of us tend to take on that, you know, victimhood persona and, and just, like, seeing life as, like, it looks like this, right? And if we choose to become conscious and we choose to start to become aware and do this game of, of, of you know, um, being a creator and self-empowerment, we realize life happens from me. I'm the creator of my world. Life happens from me. But, Daryl, most people stop there. Most stop there. And there's actually a whole other level that I believe even – so I, I said earlier 99% are um, spectators and participants. 1% are creators. I believe 1% of the 1% know what it's like to live in this total alignment where they don't live in a belief system of either this or this. It's a belief system of and. I can have this and this and this and this. And they're aligned to their, their self that what happens is they're in the space of life happens through me. It's so easy and effortless that, like, they're divinely guided. Like, they can, you know, like, they're effortlessly receiving the people and effortlessly receiving the ideas and inspiration. And life is just flow. Flow state. So when we're in that place, when we're in that flow state, then we're truly in the place of, like, it's easy and it's effortless. And what if we all believe that? Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, that's a great question if we all believe that. I mean, I think more people will be having more confidence because, again, people, this stuff shows up in the most abs- absurd ways. And that was one for me, you know, I've, I don't know. I'd like to think I'm somewhere on this ladder, but the reality is, is I, you know, I don't know what I don't know. But I've, I remember, like, I've been fortunate enough that I've been able to rub elbows with the rich and famous and also sleep on mud floors and mud huts with the poor. <laughs> In fact, I'm going to be going back to Africa soon for 10 days to do do it again. But um, I feel like at all levels, like in boardrooms and high-powered CEOs and that, this stuff comes out, these things that you're talking about, people holding their emotions mm-hmm. in certain parts of their body, them uh, psyching themselves out or them making things harder than they have to be because they're expecting or anticipating something to be a certain way. And we don't really know, like, that's something that I think, um, like, I know you've traveled a lot. And I think that's one of the reasons why people love travel so much is that it allows you to, to, to develop a new perspective of yourself and even your culture and like your family. And, you know, and it's just, and, and it's a way to just all of a sudden now you have something to compare it against. And that comparison gives you perspective. But when people don't have, and like you said, they're the victim. They feel like they're forced and out of control. They never get out of that phase. They have very, you know, stern parents and they grow up being told of everything they have to do and they should do this, should do that. You know, maybe they go and they have success in the corporate world, but, you know, they're always limited because they can only do what they're forced to do, right? Because they stay in that victim mentality. They didn't ever step up to being creators of their own worlds or to achieve Mm -hmm. this flow state you've been talking about. So I think this is really relevant. You know, mindset, I think, is a, a, a definitely a big part of it. It's not the whole enchilada, but it's definitely a key part. Again, I'm a huge fan of Think and Grow Rich and 13 Principles. And I can really see in you and just even anyone that's listening to this in your energy and how you carry yourself, you know, you really are in step and in, in alignment with, with your purpose and with your passion. And it just shines through and you glow. And so... That's that's really 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 powerful. So so the first one was the child when you're in the present. The second stage was when you're a victim, and that's not so much because you are a victim, but it's that stage where you're kind of being um, 
um, I don't want to say escorted everywhere, but you, your parents are, mm-hmm. you know, you're under someone else's control. Your parents are dictating mm-hmm. a lot of your life, but you never really have that right of, if you don't have that right of passage where suddenly you feel like you're now the creator of your own life, you can get stuck feeling like a victim. And you're saying that there's people who feel like they're the creators of their own world, but they never elevate to the top, top, top tier, which is the state of flow. Well, and that's what we're talking about with it coming down to people don't even realize how they're sabotaging their manifestation and it coming from them and through them with even their words, right? Mm-hmm. With even if their words are a disconnect and their perceptions are a disconnect when they open their law and their beliefs are a disconnect. So yes, there's definitely like the whole internal game, I believe, is way more than mindset. It's like even even every single thing that we do, see, when I'm conscious and so like I talk about the five steps from sabotage. When, when something shows up, this resistance, uh, most people, they're, we're acting subconsciously. Like, they're not living consciously. They're acting, they're actually living subconsciously, Daryl. So, something shows up, and what they're trained to do is, because of their past belief systems, everything they're experiencing is based on subconscious. It's based on subconscious decisions and beliefs and patterns they created or personas and their identity. So something shows up, and they know their their unconscious pattern is to go into this to keep them in their comfort zone, or to distract themselves this way, or to validate that, or and so it keeps us in our comfort zone of, of what we believe we deserve and can have. When we are conscious, when something in the moment we train our mind, so it's like retraining your mind to look for what you do want to believe, to ask the right questions, to evaluate what's going on, to look at the feelings and the thoughts, and you're consciously in the moment, and you're consciously taking action to move through it, not just like oh, this hit me, and so often, like, so say, for instance, someone is, um, you know, launching something or doing a project in their business or has a goal to get something done that day, and deep down there's this fear or worry. It could be that they're not really sure about the project or they don't feel like they have enough knowledge or information. And see, this is triggering the deep little kid that's like a professional side that says, I don't know if I'm going to do this right or people are going to judge me or it might even be someone doing a video about themselves for their business or jumping on the phone for a client call. And there's all these inner triggers to the deep belief, which is, I'm not really good enough, I'm afraid this person is going to like laugh at me, or this isn't going to be good, or I don't know how this is enough, or, so instead of us hearing that, and knowing that that's what's going on, and going like, oh, is this really true, what like, I feel and moving through it, we go, oh, I'm going to, you know, all of a sudden I'm gonna, I find myself on another project, or I'm in the pantry, or I decide I'm just going to watch TV, or like, we, we create, we have whatever patterns we create, whether it be distraction, or validation, or etc., and then people wonder why they're not creating what they want, like, the other day when my um, personal client had messaged me and I was asking about videos she was going to do for business, she's like, yeah, I'm noticing I'm not getting these videos done. I'm like, hmm, interesting. And I had her go into some questioning and go through the five steps of some sabotage and figure out what was there. And she had all these inner beliefs about I was going to lose friends because people are going to reject me if I stand up and be who I am. And all these things that when she evaluated, she's like, holy cow, that wasn't even true. And I see how that's silly. And, and then we walk through questions and go, awesome, so now what are we going to do? The new belief is, as me standing in my power, I'm attracting to me the people who do want to work with me and who do absolutely love me, and 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 that's going to give me, you know, access to do this. And so, what's my action? I'm going to do this many videos by this time next week, or, or it's like when we take action and we move through it. But see, most people aren't living consciously even in that space to allow themselves to do it. They're just still kind of like you know, kind of going through the motions of life. And that's what I'm saying. It'll show up if you're not experiencing everything in full capacity and power. There's disconnects inside you as to why you're making it hard. Because I believe life is as easy or as hard as you want to make it, just down to everything. Literally, we, we talked about perceptions making it easier or hard. Um, it, people can go for losing weight. They go, oh, you know, eating healthy, it, you know, tastes bad, and, it, you know, it's hard, and there's all this crap. Or they can create all these stories around it being hard, or... They can see it through, like, I'm so excited to try new things and see how easy this is. And, like, and like they'll find evidence that eating healthy is super easy. So what, how do we make it easier hard is based on what's going on inside us. And that's why it truly is, I believe, that, that life just gets greater and greater. And every time we look at our shit, it's like the war inside us. We give ourselves freedom when we learn to walk through it. And then it's just easy because now and that stuff doesn't exist anymore. Instead of staying in our shit is what's really hard. Staying mm, in that comfort zone is what's mm, really hard. Mm, 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 mm. 
Yeah, I'm with you 180%. I remember at some point when I was a kid, I got fed up and I told myself that's it. Every year of my life now, my life is going to get better and better. And I just resolved mm-hmm. that every year of my life was going to improve. And it has. And, you know, I still have ups and downs. But now I realize that anytime I felt like I was going through something uncomfortable or discomfort, I realized it was either a lesson I needed to learn or I was purging something because you can't. You, you know, you can't have your hands, what is it, if your hands are full, you can't accept anything new. So, um, that's, yeah, that's awesome. So, what's what's your five-step system? I'm, I'm so intrigued oh, because it's, it's huge. <laughs> we, we've, I'm, like, so sold that my mental, like, I'm, I'm so sold that that's why I'm not a billionaire now is I, I've been in my own path. And I need you to set mm-hmm. me free, Marcy. I need you to, sh- to show me how it's awesome. done. What do we got? Yeah, I'd be happy to share that with you. So, I have a five-step process, and there's, like, with each one of these steps, there's a lot of questions and things you can do like when people first start my mind body breakthrough program i'm literally like hey they want to like print out those five steps have them on your phone have them in your purse have them up on your pantry have them in your bathroom have them everywhere because you're going to retrain your mind we're going to retrain yourself to see life through a different lens and um because at, at the beginning process most people don't know what how to actually work through or see like where the deeper connections are roots. so this is a simple system that Anytime you're, you're sabotaging in any way in any area of life, this will walk you through it from subconsciously to consciously. So I'm just going to give you the basics. Know that, you know, there's, you can go into deeper clarity with, um, you know, more intense questions to help yourself dig deeper, but this can make it really simple. Is, um, so say that, and this is the bottom line, if you're not feeling awesomeness, Daryl, right, because we talked about feeling awesome means you're in alignment. You're inspired to create, you're on fire, all these things, you're in safe energy. So anything that isn't awesomeness, this is your feeling frustrated, angry, anxious, blah, whatever it is. If it's not awesomeness, it's a red flag to look at, okay, to go internal. Or if you're doing an act, if you find yourself doing an action or a behavior or a pattern that's going to sabotage results. So you were at your desk, you had a commitment to get this project done, and next thing you know, you're, you're like cleaning up your laundry room. You're like, whoa, what's going on? <laughs> How did I end up here? I teleported. That's so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> How did this happen? Or all of a sudden you're like in the pantry digging around. Or, right? Like we're, we're in an, or like you're creating a fight in a relationship. It's, and I mean, we can talk about, obviously there's an up-leveling dilemma, like your thermostat setting of what you're worthy of, and that's why things like that will show up. That's a whole other conversation. But let's just make it simple. If you're in a sabotaging pattern or you're not feeling good, this is red flag. Look at what's going on. Go inside. So step one is, what am I feeling? What am I feeling? So if I'm like, if I notice all of a sudden I'm in that sabotaging pattern of not doing the project that was in front of me, I'm not about to get on, you know, I find a reason to like put up getting on the phone with clients or a, a sales call or whatever. I'm like, oh, what am I feeling? And it's like, oh, I'm feeling, I, I notice I'm feeling um, nervous or I'm feeling scared or I'm feeling overwhelmed. So if I'm feeling overwhelmed, I'm like, oh, well, why? So step two. Why am I feeling this way? Why am I feeling this way? And if I'm like, oh, I'm overwhelmed, then I'm like, why am I feeling this way? Because oh, I, you know, I feel like I, you know, it has to look this way to be done and to be good enough. Or a lot of business owners struggle with accomplishing, getting things done, and like doing their launches are crazy because they think it has to look a certain way. Right. Well, it's got to look like this, and it's got to do this, and these are the, the stupid shit that keeps you from actually manifesting and just moving forward. Right. So, maybe I'm feeling overwhelmed, or I'm feeling not good enough, why am I feeling this way? Oh, because this person said that, and it made me feel like this wasn't good enough. Mm. Wow, so it's like someone else triggered them, and they didn't even know, and hence they're like not getting the project done, it's to really deep down, they're like, oh, it's because it's probably not going to be good enough, and the professor's identity is like, it's got to be good enough, or you suck. So, instead of like, oh, okay, so third question, and this is the game changer, because we can, awareness won't do shit for you if you just stay in awareness. Awareness is awesome, but awareness, uh, everybody's aware that they sabotage, that they're sabotaging in some form of what, what's going on. The, the challenge I see is that society doesn't know how to change it. Mm. We just stay in awareness, right? Mm. So, great to know what am I feeling and why am I feeling this way? That's awareness, but it doesn't do anything for you until you do this. So, step three is what do I want? So, here I'm calling myself on my own shit. What do I want? Oh, well, what do I want? Well, you know, I intended to get this project done or, you know, I planned on doing a sales call or, you know, my intention was to, I, I want a great, amazing relationship if you're creating a fight or, you know, if, if you're going to sabotage in the country, you're like, oh, what do I want? I want to live in a body of health and I want to be in tune with my body and be in control of my body. So it's like, well, what do I want? So if I'm, if I'm sitting here in this pattern, this action, these thoughts, what am I going to get? Obviously, I'm going to get more shit. 
So it's like, well, what do I want? I want this. So now my mind is focusing on what I do want, not what I don't want or what I'm in, right? Not the circumstance. What I want. And then it's like, so the next step would be, well, what's my new belief? And there's things to this. Like, you can be like, if I, if I recognize that, um, you know, the belief might be like, well, I'm getting judged. If I do this, I'm going to get judged. It's like, well, is that really true? And so I'm saying there can be some deeper clarity and processing here to help people go, oh, that's not even true. Well, what do I want? I want this. So now, step four, what's my new belief or perception? What's the new belief or perception? For me to have, and see, this is the thing. What's showing up in front of you could be evidence of exactly everything you believe. It could be like, you know, you have a bad experience with a partner. And so you're like, see, successful people are assholes. So I had one guy that did my partner and was like, couldn't figure out why he couldn't allow himself to create a certain amount of success in his business. And deep down, it's because he had beliefs that successful people are assholes. So it's like, well, how are you going to, you know, create success in business if you don't even want to be one because you believe that successful people are assholes? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. so seeing, oh, well, what's my new belief and perception? Even if the evidence looks like the past, this in front of me is not that from the past. This is a new experience. So I'm like, oh, my new belief and perception is that, you know, I, uh, you know, I, I either have, the, I do have enough knowledge to complete this project, or I get to get on the phone person and listen to fun and easy because I get to just be a friend and find out what's really going on for them. And it's shifting to the belief or perception that you are. What's that new belief and perception that you want to be your experience? Right. That money flows in easily, that whatever it is, right? And right. then what's the action, number five, is what's the action you're going to take? So we always get thought of right action because you can't just sit and be like, oh, well, yes, there's a reason why I'm disconnected from this. There's a reason why I don't want to get this done. I don't want to get on the phone with people, etc. It's like, oh, wait, that's silly. That's crazy. Well, what do I want? This is really what this is about. This is really what, you know, my new belief and perception is. Now, what's my action? I'm going to choose to take 30 minutes right now and, and make these phone calls. But the, the key to the action is also shifting your vibration, meaning shifting what you feel. Remember, if we're feeling shit, you're exuding shit. You're vibrating shit. You're going to manifest shit. Mm-hmm. Instead, if we're like, okay, so what would I get to do to, to, uh, to uh, feel good right now? Whether it be take five minutes to meditate, whether it be turn off the music. And, you know my favorite, Daryl. Dance around. Dance around, <laughs> right? Like, have a good time. Hugs and ass grabs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Love and ass grabs. There's a reason why that's part of my thing. But it's like even, even in, in asking yourself the question, like, how could I feel? It's like most of us are not continue to ask us of questions to to give ourselves more of what we want. So one of my questions I always ask myself is like, ooh, how can I feel more joy right now? How can I accept more abundance right now? How can I feel more love? And you'll see me even on some of my TV shows, like my arms moving, it's like I'm just loving myself. I'm giving myself some love. Because I'm the source of my own experience. So if I want more love, I get to give myself more love. I don't wait as a victim of circumstance for someone to come along and give me some more loving. I'm like, I'm just going to love myself right now for me. So, so shifting your vibe to then go, okay, so now I'm back in alignment. I'm feeling good. And I'll give you guys a tip that's super powerful. Um, this is something I have my kids do right away. Is I have, and I think you've heard it go off twice during our call, my alarm on my phone goes, and, and I have my phone set every hour from like, you know, early in the morning till late at night that I go to bed or whatever time. And it's like every hour my alarm goes off to real time and I have a different message. Like the first one in the morning is like, good morning, day of optimism, like or beautiful, whatever. Like, you know, what are you, what are you intending for the day? And the next one an hour later is like, you know, hey, you're fucking fantastical. <laughs> what, what, what's great about you? And, and so everyone's a different message, but the point is every hour my alarm goes off for me to be proactive versus reactive in training my energy. So, meaning, when it goes off, it's a reminder to me, ooh, what am I creating right now? And this is powerful, Daryl, because there's been times like, oh, my gosh, I was creating shit. My mind was thinking about worry or I was feeling like this uh, push on time, like, oh, my gosh, I don't have time. I have so much to do. I'm like, whoa. If that's what I'm thinking and focusing on, then more shit's going to show up so I create less time. So often it's like, I ask myself, what am I creating? And then the second part of that is, and what am I appreciating about myself? What am I doing? I don't want to say doing right because there is no right or wrong because it's all, you know, that's like saying, oh, this is good or bad. It's like everything is right because it's what you're experiencing and what you're experiencing is your perfect growth process. So instead it's like, well, what am I, what am I doing successfully? What am I appreciating about me? So see here. Well, every single hour, you're giving yourself love. You're focusing on what's awesome about you, which we tend to not do, which is why we're saying I'm even undeserving versus at four and saying, shut I'm worthy. I love myself. I know I'm awesome. What am I creating right now? Whoa, I was creating this. That's going to bring this to show up. So I'm actually checking in and creating my 
myself to go back into alignment before shit starts to show up, or I start to feel off that puts me out of alignment. So that's a super powerful tip is just, and I mean, you can do it three times a day, whatever, but I have mine, it goes off for me every hour, and my, all my personal peeps um, that I work with do this. So it's just like, oh, what am I creating? Oh, what am I appreciating about myself? Just every hour. Just 30 second thing. But you catch yourself, and you're being proactive to create your life versus reactive for when the shit shows up. I love that. And what I love about that most is because just like Pavlov's dogs, you're conditioning yourself. Because I know... I know I was an it was an aha moment for me. I remember I, when I was first I was doing boxing. I was training at this boxing club, and I remember I was dating an older lady, and she convinced me to take the night off, and we went on some date. And I just felt really like and like physically like aggressive, like not not like I wasn't angry or anything, but I just had like a surge of energy, and I just felt more aggressive than I was like I mm-hmm. it was surprised myself. And I realized that's because for weeks on end, at this time of night on this night, I would be fighting someone. You know what I mean? And it like, there's nothing going on. We were just having a good night, but I just felt like, I just felt like I had bottled up energy. Right? You know what I mean? Like I just, I couldn't, yeah. yeah. But that was a aha moment. And so what's funny, what you mentioned, that's one of the things that I did is I used the, my phone to pop up reminders to keep my head centered in business thinking, business thoughts and all like, what should I be doing that way? But I love, I love it. It's the exact same thing. And I love what you're talking about, about being proactive. And like you said, training yourself to snap yourself out of it and keep yourself focused. That's part of why it's so important to write goals down and have them in front of you often is because you get we get distracted life comes up there's a fire or someone calls or someone else is having an emergency or you know someone just had a baby or oh it's someone's birthday and i forgot and i got to get them a gift or these things pop up and it's really easy to get pulled around left or right because that's what life is it's dynamic but i love that i really do love that and it and it definitely shines through because that's obviously something you've you've become that person you've become that person that has those thoughts in a day and and thinks about this stuff as you go on. And that is a great, great tip. So we've got the five steps. There are five questions to ask yourself, five things to sit down and think about. The first one was, what am I feeling? So anytime mm-hmm. you realize that you've tra- teleported to somewhere you're not supposed to be or you're doing something you're not supposed to be doing, um, you know, you want to reprogram yourself. First step, what am I feeling? Second step is, why am I feeling this way? And really dig deep and down. And the third step is, what do I really want? And then the fourth one is to kind of crystallize that into what's my new belief or my new perception. And the fifth mm-hmm. one is to take that and turn it into action. What's the action I'm going to take? Because one thing Aristotle said is action defines character, not adjectives. So I really love that you yeah. have action in there. So yeah. Mar- Marcy, that is a huge tip. And again, for people that are listening to this, set it up as a reminder on our phone, smartphones today. I mean, there's no reason why you can't set a little alarm to remind yourself once or twice. Do that. As Again, all my listeners know, I hope you guys are taking notes, putting down action items, um, this is really good, really powerful stuff. I mean, I don't know how often you guys are sitting down talking with someone who's got a seven-figure business to spill the beans like this, but please don't let this fall. Don't let this fall on deaf ears. Don't let this be wasteful. Please take heed of what Marcy's told you, and please, please, please take action. So, well, Marcy. Daryl, there's, there's one more thing I feel like I want to share with you guys that just kind of came up as a big tip, too, and it's always about when we stop and we actually look at what's going in Toronto, so like this would be a good um, – kind of conscious of reasoning for people to go, oh, okay, this is why it's important. Um, the other day I did a video on, like, are you are you um, consistently, you know, running through the motions trying to make money that you forget to stop and make money? And people are like, what? Like, how is that possible? What does that mean, right? Like, you know, and, and this is the, the truth. Look at it. We're all blah, 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 just go, 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 go. We're in our, remember, subconscious, right? So this is why even stopping and using those five steps is going going to your subconscious and becoming conscious in the moment. Same thing with the alarm. It's going into society and you're like, what's really going on and how do I consciously take control? So if you in your industry were like, you know, wanting to become the ultimate best in your industry and, and you know, I mean, for me, where I was doing, you know, Daryl, you and I talked a little bit about money where it's like I went from being a two dollar an hour waitress to doing, you know, one to $200,000 a month organically on Facebook to now like on the verge of 500000 to a million a month with my corporation. And, and it, it, if it wasn't for these things, like going and, and just kind of asking questions and, again, letting life flow through me to show up, the guidance is there, then taking action on it, it would have never happened. Mm-hmm. And so the thing I, I want people to hear is that if you took 30 minutes a day and said, and instead of just running through the motions, you took 30 minutes a day and said, hmm, how could I become a leader in my industry? And just meditate on it and let those, like, you know, and then the thoughts come and you actually just take action on those. You said, how could I provide more customer service? How could I, how could I provide more value? What else can I try here? 
And so it's like every time resistance has showed up, so you use those five steps even when a resistance shows up. Every time resistance showed up in my business, it, I went into wonderment and curiosity and kind of using the five steps of like, well, what triggered me? What was blocking me? Interesting that I believed that or pursued that. Oh, that was from the past. And what do I want now? And, and as I was like, well, what would I get to try? The new, like, new things showed up. Then now, literally, I have everything from clothing line to product line to, you know, several different programs and several different retreat experiences so that I, like, can serve people at any level to start down this path and get this freedom. But it wouldn't have shown up if it, like, these things didn't show up, the resistance, the gift is in the ship, to, to allow me to go, ah, and, like, ask me those questions. But if, if people just took the time to stop and ask and then and receive and move into that, they would be the top person in the industry. You would effortlessly be bringing in banks because you're, cre- you're, like, you're asking the questions, how can I provide more value? And then that comes through. Instead, most people are running around with their head cut off in chaos instead of living in their essence and their seed and, and like, lasting flow to allow themselves to receive ideas for the million-dollar ideas versus, like, struggle and strive for the little tiny, you know, inklings over here to survive. Mm, 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 mm. So well said. <laughs> no, that's awesome. It's, and it's still true. I when you give me, like, five minutes. Yeah, no, it is. It is. Yeah, I've said shoulders. multiple times, I feel like business is very Shakespearean. I've said this, and mul- anyone that's listened to my listens to these calls a lot, they've heard me say this more than once. I feel that business is very Shakespearean in the sense of in all of Shakespeare's work, the main characters fell, fell victim to their, their personal flaws. And so what you're talking about is sitting down and getting your own bullshit out of the way and getting out of your own way and reprogramming mm-hmm. yourself so you don't self-sabotage so that way you can grow and scale and have more success and just almost get out of the way, like to just take, take the walls down and let abundance fill you up and flow. So that's why I was, like, I was just agreeing wholeheartedly because it was just reaffirming something, a belief that I've got and I'm trying to, to reaffirm myself. So thank you, Marcy. Every time I talk with you, it's always such a gift. Thank you so much for your time, for sharing with everyone today. What do you have Gladly. going on? What are you excited about? You've given so much to, to our listeners and to us. What do you, what do you, what's, in, what's, yeah, what's filling you up these days? I mean, Wow, well, what I'm talking about, and actually, I think at the beginning you were telling people they could go to mindbodynagy.com, but the the, the um, on marcylockdown.com is where we've created a whole new video series to really kind of give this gift of I feel like these core concepts, a lot of the things we've talked about that are sabotaging people where they don't even know it. Like right now, I'm just on the fire. What's come through me, and, and you know, since you and I talked last, Daryl was there's all these things that have come through me to assist the masses. And so hence I've had my corporate wellness program launch and, you know, a lot of other things launch. And so um, my intention now is just to serve at a greater degree. And obviously my, my goal is to always continue to be exciting into the greatest version of myself. So really shipping into that. And you mentioned the app. We, we created the app so that anybody can go there and get my TV shows and the radio shows and lots of tips and feedback. And then also the marshylockdown.com has this awesome new video series that really teaches people what are these things that you're not even conscious of that are sabotaging your life and how can you, like, where, I mean, obviously, what are you going to get if you stay there? You're going to stay in the same place. There's a reason why you're having resistance. There's a reason why there's a disconnect in manifesting. So I just urge people to go and, and, and jump into that and allow themselves to go internal because, you know, like we talked about, Daryl, it's, it's mindset, but it's action. But until we clear that up on the inside, it doesn't matter how much action we take. We're going to continue to be creating the same results with a different face, a different name, a different thing, instead of, like, let life be effortless. And that's really what I want people to hear. And the, the, the message I'm really on fire about is that, you know, you, you are a divine son or daughter of God, or you're an effortless creator, even if you don't resonate with God or universe or higher self. It's like whatever resonates for you. But you're an amazing being. Every single one of us has unique gifts. And why not be having it be easy? And why not have it be awesomeness in every aspect? And why not share those gifts? And just hearing the perception that it is possible. I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. Marcy, thank you so so much. So guys, that's Marcy Marcy Lock M A R C I L O. You said it was Marcy Lockdown. Or Marcy yep, Lock- Marcy Lock. Because we always be locking down the truth with that's, Marcy Lock. You that's know that, right. Darryl. That's right. That's right. So Marcy M A R C I Lockdown L O C K D O W N. You can definitely check her out on Facebook on Well. She's got an awesome following. How do they find out about your radio and TV shows? You said there's the app. Where is there somewhere yep. else they can go? Yeah. So MarcyLockApp.com has my app. You can download for free, or if you go to iTunes, you can easily download it there. And that's where we have, I have an influential TV show where we get to interview, like Les Brown is getting on my show in just a little bit here. Um, uh, I got to speak on stage with him. It was super cool because he's one of my heroes. And I remember like 
I, you know, he went, and I, the whole crowd's like, oh, my gosh, that was awesome, that was my boy, and I'm like, awesome, I get to go off and let's down. <laughs> and then I just kind of, I just, again, being in total peace with who I am, because I broke it through all the internal bullshit, it was just like, what came to me, I just shared it, and Les Brown leans over to me, he's like, i got to get your car. And I actually was in a book with Les Brown, and so when I first met him on stage, I'm like, I'm in a book with you, and he's like, oh, that's nice, you know, like, all sweet. <laughs> Although he's like, I don't really know who you are, but after... After that experience, he totally connected with me and was like, yeah, i got to get your card, and we're doing some things together and some affiliate promotions and being on my TV show. And so it's awesome. It's just like things I would have never, never thought I could have experienced is, is you know, my life of awesomeness more every day. And I just, yeah, um, having amazing people like you, Daryl, I only attract the very best because that's my belief system now, and I'm just grateful to continually get to expand myself. That's so awesome. Marcy, you are an inspiration and definitely, definitely, definitely a role model and someone who still has even bigger things to come. If you've come this far already, I'm excited to see where you're going to be 10 years from now because it's just going to be awesome. And the people you're going to help, the lives are going to change. It's just, it's, life is really good. So, yeah, ditto, brother. Well, it's like how much has changed for us since we talked six months ago. I I know. It's just awesome. That's so awesome. Well, Marcy, thank you so much. Again, um, appreciate your time. Appreciate your friendship. Appreciate all the lessons that I learned through you and from you. And just thank you so much for giving my audience everything you could today. I know that they're appreciating it. And guys, for you listening, girls, for you listening, please make use of this. Put it to action. Write down your to-do list. Get three action items you can do, three action items you can give someone else to do for you, and just commit to get those done and started in the next 24 hours. Marcy, thank you so much for joining us today. And again, it's always a pleasure. You've reached the end of our interview. Now first, let me thank you for listening. I appreciate and respect you more than you'll ever know. And now I'd like to ask you a couple of questions. First, what three lessons did you just learn? What three aha moments just jumped out at you? Second, what can you implement for yourself and your business in the next 24 hours? Third, What can you give to someone else to help you with or give them to just do it for you? Whatever it is, remember taking action is the secret sauce to results. Now, if you think this interview would be helpful for a friend, please give them a link to it. It'll help them and it'll help me too. I'd also like to invite you to help me find out more about the challenges you're facing, your dreams, your goals, and how I can help you overcome what's holding you back. We both do better when we know better. And your success is my success. So please reach out and interact. You can visit our website, bestbusinesscoach.ca for Canada or California, where I'm from and where I'm living. Uh, You're welcome to also try out one of our paid programs. You can find us on YouTube, Facebook, and pretty much every other social media channel you can think of. You should also subscribe to the podcast. And if you're enjoying them, please leave us a nice review. It really helps. That's all for now. Once again, thank you. Take care of yourself. And remember, the world needs the best business you can build. And I believe in you.